This is Millennial Man Motions Entertainment, LLC. Today is Tuesday... Today is Tuesday, February 7th, 2023, and I am back with my good friend and co-host, Avi, and we are now up to Rocky IV in the Rocky franchise series, and also known as the one about the Soviet communism of Russia in 1985. More of a popcorn flick to the first one's Oscar way. So, what's the first thing that comes to mind, Avi, when you think of Rocky IV? Since before I watch uh, I, I watch uh, Rocky Four on, on, on Rocky Four for real life, I always want like to watch all the trailers about upcoming release about the. It turns out that trailer uh, spoils everything about for the plot. About it turns out that now Paul Creed gets killed off about all, all, all of a sudden about the even though it's like more death is coming about first first Rocky lost Mick now 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 Apollo it's like uh, I don't know what happens to who's losing losing another mentor for. Yeah, that's the problem with movie trailers is that no matter how old or new any of these movie trailers come out, they often spoil too much spoil too much of the movie, for sure, for sure. And then the part about it teasing, spoiling the one thing you just mentioned, before we started, I was reading over the trivia and it was saying in that in that that, that Stallone had said that if he could change things and redo the whole thing over again, that he would just have Apollo Creed in, in, in a wheelchair and not die completely so that he could still be a reactionary character for, 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 um, Rocky, but unfortunately, because they did the kill off, then 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 Apollo can't just just be in a wheelchair instead. So that was the first part I read as part of trivia about that and how he felt bad but, just killing the character off like that. Even though also I heard about like uh, also I heard since uh, well that's how I know about the Rocky Four about about two years ago, like I mean three years ago or or, or three or two years ago, they already re-released the Rocky Four in director's cut. Yeah, yeah, there was something recently within the past few years about a director's cut. Um, if did you see the director's cut? Not yet. But okay. I, but I know how the how it goes about like yeah, sometimes they have to delete the scenes that's very like uh, too like uh, uh, too problematic. Like uh, even the one they had to cut out the robots. Robot scene about the yeah that that the um the stuff at home had a bit too much with the robots I think he was trying to yeah okay because I thought the robots were to entertain his son in the movie yeah because that's not like before a short circuit you have a robot oh yeah it's around short circuit time yeah that robot from the Jetsons you know like that robot made yeah yeah I remember watching the Jetsons growing up but I think I think uh the robot was partly made to entertain his son I think partly. Um, yeah, even though, like, a Rocky film is not, Rocky series is not, like, for family movies. It's more like, a sports, sports or action drama. Yeah, it's sports like, drama, a, yeah. It's like, a, you know, like, all the entertainment. You don't have idea about the robot, robot boxy Rocky, like, mm-hmm. a, like a Terminator, mm-hmm. you know, Cyborg versus a Rocky. Like, a, it's, it's just like, a, just like now what happens, like, remember the Hugh Jackman movie in 2011 called the, the Real Steel? I never saw it, but yeah, I know that came out, yeah. Because Real Steel is about, like, uh, in the future, when all the human boxing are now are finished, about illegal, now they replace with the robot. Boxing. I know, I heard of that movie. I never watched it, but I heard I never watched it, but I heard of it. 
Yeah, but and even, that's also becoming you know that in the yeah. past decades, like in two thousand, like there's a Comedy Central it's a channel about they used to the competition show called BattleBots. Yeah, I used to watch. I used to watch Com- I used to watch Comedy Central a lot, but not the particular program you're talking about. But I watched. I used to watch yeah. other stuff on Comedy Central. You can watch YouTube. You can watch BattleBots. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's there's a lot of stuff you can watch with that. Yeah, the BattleBots and everything. And if ever, anybody else who really likes Hugh Jackman. In uh, November 2024, he's coming back with uh, Ryan, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds for D- Deadpool 3. <laughs> Deadpool 3? Yeah. Deadpool 3, it could do about this old multiverse story. Oh, God, all this about multiverses. All right. Okay. Everything everywhere all at once. Yeah, yeah. Strange, the two. Yeah, yeah. Spider-Man, No Way Home. Huh? Yeah, yeah, let's try not to do Maybe someday in this, this year or next year, when they're releasing the, the Flash movie, Maybe that's, they'll do it about the multiverse story. About that's when so, the Flash made a crossover with uh, with Michael Keaton, uh, the Batman. Supposedly, the Flash movie is supposed to come out in June, in the middle of June, and hopefully, Michael Keaton still has some parts in that. But uh, to not to get too far sidetracked on other stuff, back to uh, back to uh, Rocky Four now. And also, another thing what's added to Rocky Four, what even though the movie the Rocky Four has very much criticism about something very too. Uh, Propagandist propaganda between the Russia against the Russia. At the same time, Sylvester Stallone makes another movie in the, about Rambo: First Blood Part Two. It's also very propaganda, anti-communism. Oh, you mean like uh, like propaganda against against Russia, against Russia? Yeah, anti-communism. I I have a. I have a Russian friend. He's out. He's doing his own stuff now tonight. And we're not hanging out tonight. We hanged out earlier. One of his one of his movies he likes is Rocky Four. He doesn't. He he loves America. He doesn't have a problem with Rocky Four. Yeah. Yeah. And also, when they had the movie, there's a there's a second wife named, named Bridget Nielsen. Oh yeah, for wives. Yeah, yes, for wives. Yeah. That's part of it. Also, the uh, second time. This is very first second wife about mm-hmm. like. Maybe they start work together again a year later called Cobra. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Cobra thing, yeah. But yeah, he, my friend, my other friend, he didn't have a problem with Rocky. Rocky IV is one of the movies he really likes, so maybe, maybe yes, it's slanted towards the sort of against side of what have you, but he loves America and he, he lo- really likes the movie Rocky IV a lot, as I'm sure we both do. Oh, you, me, him, everybody, for the most part. I mean, yeah, uh, so let's talk about that. Let's talk about that Russian aspect to it. So this came out in the middle of the Cold War, 1985, with that stuff with Russia was still going on. Do you think that made the movie better or worse than it had to do with Russia? Well, sometimes have to do. You can't commit to make a portray Russians are evil, like uh, evil, like. A, I, don't think they, I don't think they were portraying them as evil. Like at the end of the movie, he was telling the Russian people, "If I can change, then you can change." And I don't think it was meant to be like. Yeah. Uh, Rocky beat, beats out Ivan Drago yeah. all, 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 yeah. without the beans going knocked down. That's yeah. why they, they switch sides. Okay. The yeah. Russian people switch sides. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like. Yeah. That's true about the switching sides. So I mean. Like I mean, we let, 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 how about at this point? Since we were talking about earlier before we started uh, recording, uh, how the home, all the different songs that are on the uh, soundtrack. I know you wanted to mention the victory coming up, and but there's some other songs with them along as well. Yeah, there's also what's a very good thing about 
Like a very like MTV issue, like yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, MTV because yeah, be, in America, like living in America with James, uh, the, gonna, the, James Brown. We're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to him in a sec. But yeah, but I want to mention the MTV thing first. Yeah, MTV started in the early '80s, and this movie is uh, '85, mid '80s. So yeah, MTV has been around since the early '80s. So let's see. According to the uh, soundtrack, top to bottom, we got of course Eye of the Tiger performed by Survivor again. Then One Way Street performed by Go West. Double or Nothing, whatever that... Oh, by Kenny Lodgins, whoever knows... And Gladys Knight, whoever knows who those people are. Yeah, Double or Nothing. Then we got, you, know, you just said, James Brown, performing by James Brown, Living in America. Living in America. Now, then we got, of course, the great No Easy Way Out. No Easy Way Out. That's why I drive, drive, driving away to about all the thoughts of his memories. And yeah, 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 that's true. All the footage from that right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, Living in America, No Easy Way Out. Then you got your Burning Heart. Burning Heart also performed by Survivor. Then we got something called the Chickmunks, the Chickmunk Song, whatever that is. Then we got your Hearts on Fire again. Hearts on Fire, I think you said it's in this. And then you said your Sweetest Victory. Sweetest Victory. Um, you'll tell me how that song goes for the audience in a sec. And then lastly, after Sweetest Victory, the State Anthem of the Soviet Union. So, yeah, so let's go. Let's hear what the audience wants to hear about um, Sweetest Victory. How does um, Sweetest Victory go? Deepest cut that can't be healed. Uh, the song. Uh, I need to set up the lyrics. Uh, sure, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, that's fine. Open up the lyrics. You would also sometimes, like, uh... It was, uh, it's, but mostly the soundtrack is uh, it's all just a hard rock music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still, I, I do like the soundtrack, though I don't entirely like all anything that's completely hard, hard rock completely. But yeah. And also, even with the composer is different than the because the, the new composer is Vince Ticola because mm -hmm. his music's all like a synthesizer, electronic, instead of like orchestral. Uh, uh, say that again. Because the new composer, this composer of Rocky Forest, not Bill Conti, about then the first three and five and six, but, but this one's his name, his name is Vince Tacola. Oh, okay, that's different then. Yeah. So you just mentioned. So you just mentioned about James uh, James Brown not too long ago. It looks like James Brown passed away in two thousand six. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. He already made a film based on his life, and one with Chadwick Boseman about the get on up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, rest in peace also to Chad with Chadwick Boseman doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, here's the lyrics. Uh, sure, sure. Deepest, deepest cut that can be healed by the gun or by the swords is hope that you can turn yourself outside the end of the war. The cold sweat sticks to your heart. Your mouth gets drier, drier. The balance rages and your pulse raises higher, higher. Sweetest victory. I love you more than life itself. Sweetest victory, you give me strength to know myself. Oh, sweet victory, my soul is yours and the glory is mine. Sweetest victory, the far off stars will always shine. The two flag nails that lit me up, I can make it disappear. Time to begin and pass me by, there's no place to hide in my fear. Hate and pain. Pain fill me up. Every man takes longer, longer. I beat, I beat a sweat, cause all drops, cause drops all blood. Makes me stronger, stronger. Then yeah, there's a, yeah, there's a, that repeater, that nice. the chorus. That, right, yeah. Well, I know, I know that's maybe one of the songs you sing, maybe if something happens in the 
few days, but okay, yeah. Uh, so, like you said before with the first movie on, uh, there's always some kind of uh, training montage. What do you make on how the training montage is now for Rocky IV? Because that looks like uh, for the... For Ivan Drago, mm. this one they had to do something experimental. They had the high tech technology, like nothing like you ever having in the gymnasium or the fitness room. About like uh, to do a perfect test, like a treadmill that goes way up the recliner. And, yeah, uh, I remember that. And yeah. The, you know, the, even not to mention, he gives him like steroids. Right, the steroids, yeah. And, right, that's what he did with that up there on that thing. And then Rocky himself actually goes to the Soviet Union to train out in the, um, Siberia in the in in, the, in, in, in yeah, yeah. yeah, something they had to do some of the old ways. Like that's that, where you got the. Like, that's where you know. Ways, yeah. Early ways, but yeah. modern and versus modern modern technologies. Yeah, that's true. And also, like, uh, and another thing is about like uh, the composer. Like I said again, the composer of the Vince uh, Ducola, That's the mm-hmm. composer is. Like he's also a year later he composed the animated movie version of Transformers. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, like eighties Transformers. 80s oh, nice, yeah, nice. Okay, okay, okay. yeah. Voiced by John Nelson yeah. and Leonard Nimoy, nice. and the last one is Orson Welles. Nice. Oh, yeah, Orson. Oh, I know Orson Welles was a part of the Transformers party in some way, too, yeah. Yeah. And also, and another thing that's also about, uh, also what's about, uh, yeah, you know about the, uh, you know that same year as uh, Dolph Lundgren plays uh, uh, the Drago? That same year, is also really, he also makes small appearance in the James Bond movie about A View to a Kill. Oh, that's right. He does have a bit part in A View to a Kill, um, the last Roger Moore one. That's true. He is in that. That is very true. I, like, no, I was just agreeing with you. Yeah, he's in the last Roger Moore, A View to a Kill, in a part of that. Yeah, that's true. And um, I also like that uh, Rocky, uh, that Stallone and D- Dolph Lundgren get to work together again for the Expendables series. And also in Creed 2 makes it now. And, he, and, he's in, and he's in those parts of scenes in Creed 2, yeah. Turns out that some of the, yeah, the, some of the Russians' character, well, some uh, even though the the Dolph Lundgren is actually he's actually real life actually from Sweden. Yes, yeah, Sweden and, instead. Yes, yeah, and, 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 and Bridget Nielsen is he's from Danish, and uh, right. but and the uh, the other other Russian characters they're actually from Americans. So right. To cast him to look like. Yeah, I knew. Yeah, I was. I always looked that up. I knew he was Swedish. He was really just Swedish. Yeah. Rocky Rocky Four became the highest-grossing film in the Rocky series to date, taking in just over three hundred million dollars. Three hundred million dollars worldwide. Okay. Yeah, despite that, has that bad, bad, bad negative reception from the critics. The- yeah, but the critics might not like it, but the fans, the regular fan people, we like it a lot. I'm telling you, even my Russian friend loves Rocky Four movie, and he loves America. All right, and also sometimes like. Uh- even also, what's, what, the, what they had to do, director's cut. Another thing, what they do, director's cut. They had limited the scene about the about Bridget Nelson because Vessel doesn't want to get involved with that mm. about his ex-wife. Uh, right, right. So he, you didn't. So you didn't get a chance yet to see the director's cut, but you know a little bit about it. Okay. Even then, also they have. A, if you watch it, if you find it on IMDb, there's alternate versions about the alternate versions of Rocky Five. They might explain about the. What they had to cut out, or what there's extended extended scenes about the, what they had director's cut. Oh, okay, yeah, within, within the director's cut, yeah. After realizing how Rocky's previous opponents, Apollo Creed and Clubber Lang, had loud and animated personalities, personalities, Dolph Lundgren came up with the idea of making his character Ivan Draco very stoic not move around too much, and just be there with an intimidating presence. Stallone incorporated these ideas by not giving the character too much dialogue and making big close-ups, especially in the eyes. 
Oh, and then it says in the Italian in the Italian bless you in the Italian dub of the movie Ivan Drago's line "I must break you" was translated as "I must break you in two. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, Arnold. Arnold. Yeah, with within the accent. Yeah. Became by far the most famous quote from the movie in Italy. Yes. Yes. Right, exactly with dubbing and stuff, yeah. Yeah, a lot of movies a lot of movies get dubbed. Then it said right below that, Arnold Schwarzenegger I bet I bet he did. And then Arnold's back with him, of course, also in the uh in the Expendables franchise. Expendables, God willing, Expendables 4, Expendables 4, September, in September, so that's looking forward to. I'm going to skip, I'm just reading those, I'm just skipping, reading what those paragraphs say, just to see what they're about. We're just trying to find the ones that really stand out to us. Uh, Tony Byrne, who has, who has a brief scene in his okay. film playing chess against a Russian opponent, is an accomplished chess player in real life. I mean, what's to be a master chessman and director Stanley Kubrick? On the set of The Shining, you know? Oh, so something he, he knows some kind of chess is what that's saying. He knows chess. Yeah, I like that he also came back for Rocky Balboa 2006. We'll get to him in 2006 when we get to that one next. Because we already talked about Rocky 5 within Rocky 2. But we're doing Rocky Balboa, Rocky 6 right after Rocky 4. Oh, okay, really going at it. Um, uh, his original cut of the movie was about one hour longer than the final film. When the movie was only like 90, 91 minutes. At 91 minutes, it is the shortest of the Rocky series. Okay, like you were mentioning that so-and-so uh, was married to who? Uh, Bridget Nielsen, who played Ivan Drago's wife, Ludmilla, in the movie, married Stallone in real life in December 85, but then they got divorced. So, again, these that well, woman... You've heard again about Stallone. Yeah. Once got married, third wife, right, again recently. Yeah? Oh yeah, he also got divorced again recently. The stuff like that makes me, when big celebrities or big people that makes millions, billions of dollars get divorced, it does not make me want to get married myself when they're so more well known and they get divorced. So I'm not, I'm not looking to get married unless the marriage laws change. Uh, oh, you're right, like you were saying about the whole Swedish part. None of the actors who played Russian characters are Russian. Duff Lundgren is Swedish, Bridget Nielsen is Danish, and the others are American. Yeah. Yeah, in reality, Soviet heavyweights were not allowed to box professional fighters during the Cold War, yeah? Say that again? And also, the trivia, in reality, Soviet heavyweights were not allowed to box professional fighters during the Cold War. Oh, okay, that's interesting, that's an interesting that part. It's like what the Hollywood invention about to want to know about the... I can have a boxing about the... If you, you know, Americans and Russia had the... The deal with the Olympics and the Olympics, uh, t- t- Olympic situation and the right. and chess game, but, right? But they never knew about to do a boxing. Oh yeah, yeah, boxing. yeah. Now it's been true, yeah. Now it's been calculated in Rock that Rocky Four is thirty-one point nine percent montages, nearly a third of the film. During the second half of the film or the last fifty minutes, it's approximately fifty percent montaged. It's likely that this was to cover the removal of the hour worth of material and to provide enough cut-down exposition, bridging material for fill so the gaps, so that the filling the gaps to the story was still relatively intelligible. Yeah, this movie really had a lot of montages for just. Being only 90 minutes. Uh, oh, yeah, this is, a, this is the only Rocky film where the music is not composed by Bill Conti, who chose to score the Cry Kid Part 2 instead. Coincidentally, Peter Cetera originally wrote the Cry Kid theme song. Uh, oh, yeah, Karate Kid, yeah, Karate Kid. Oh, yeah, Karate Kid. But Sylvester Lawn rejected it in favor of Hearts on Fire. 
The 2029 director's cut, however, would reuse several cues for Bill Conti's scores. Bill Conti. The initial trilogy, in addition to Decola's score. Yeah, I, 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 I like I like the Bill Conti music in, in whenever movies he puts music music in with Bill Conti. Whatever music he puts movies in, that's good stuff. On Again, with on with, according to ratings, on Friday Night with Jonathan Ross, 2001, Stallone was asked to give each each Rocky film a score out of 10. He gave this one a 7.5. And this is the only film in the series, including the Creed films, that doesn't feature new footage for the uh, Philadelphia Museum of Arts. Like, because uh, it's the oh, first yeah, time yeah, that, that museum, they, yeah. don't, they don't they don't have a museum of art to do more Rocky steps or that. Oh yeah, that, yeah. Oh, that's oh the only one that doesn't do all that. Oh, nice. Now it says about as far as the Gun of Fly Nail is concerned. Even though I started that podcast with it, this was the first Rocky film in which Gun of Fly Nail is not sung. But although only a few bars of the song were incorporated into one score okay that's kind of sad because really gonna fly nail is the actual real uh the actual theme to the rocky film franchise the whole stuff with eye the tiger didn't come until three and four but yeah that's kind of sucks that gonna fly nail wasn't a part of it it wasn't until rocky balboa that the song lyrics and all would reappear and we'll be doing rocky balboa next right after this one um okay anything else to catch your eye according to sylvester where michael pataki addition for the world nikolai Nikolov, Stallone thought Pataki really was Russian due to his uh, convincing accent. He also continued to write more and more lines for Pataki on the set due to being impressed with his performance. Oh, okay. Oh, now I saw you what you were saying about the professional fighters. In reality, Soviet heavyweights were not allowed to box professional fighters during the Cold War. So that's an actual real-life type thing. Okay, back to what you were saying about stuff? And, and, and there's also the... Uh, and, you know, Rocky's iconic speech after his fight with Drago was improvised. Uh, mm-hmm. Something about the message. Like, right. So the part you said about the part you said about a view to a kill. It says that um, uh, while this wasn't his breakout role, it wasn't his first appearance. While this film was his breakout role, it wasn't his first appearance on the screen. He played a minor role, and like you said, a view to a kill as one of okay, as one of General Goldal's one. Okay, one of the bodyguards for that part in the a view to a kill. Got it. According to Dolph Lundgren, according to according to Dolph Lundgren, is still very excited about Kesey and Rocky Four. He says, "I remember when we filmed the Apollo Creed fights." Yes, it was at the MGM Grand Grand in Las Vegas. They took me down this elevator that I was going to climb, part of the scenic show. But when I got on the elevator, I was stunned. That's the only time Rocky IV where you see Duff Lundgren at the age of 27, because that drug of mass fell off, and I just say, what the hell happened, you know? Right. That's a beautiful moment. I always get a little excited when I see that, because I see that child. Because it looks like he got involved, involved in the American culture, the one scene about the living in America by... by, by, by living by, in, living in America. Like, like, that's what before he was supposed to fight with the, fight with the Apollo Creed. Uh. You were talking about the director's cut, 2021 director's cut. We would reuse several of Bill Conti's scores in the initial trilogy in addition to the college score. So I guess if you watch the director's cut, stuff about Bill Conti will get in there somehow for you there. All right. In every boxing match involving Paul Creed throughout the series, including this one, Creed is able to get off a flurry, flurry of punches before his opponent is finally able to hit him. Oh yeah, let me tell you about the about the Paul's Creed, de- Paul's death. About the sure, sure. We thought that we thought it's very that the Rockies uh, has been so, trying to call off the fight when something's not not happening, not right. But when Dragos is nearly killing him about. And even that Paul tell him not to do it, but we thought that we, they, the audience, uh, we thought he needs to, needs to quit it. But uh, 
But why did Paul want to accept his death about, like, uh, yeah. when Rocky Sylvester tried to throw a child to cancel it? It's about the... Because mm-hmm. even though he has to keep going ready for the... Uh, uh, to, fi- to fight that, uh, to fight it for him about, like, uh, he-, he thought he could do it. Okay. So, that's interesting. So, it was saying also that Stallone confirmed in the 35th anniversary director's cut that it will not include Paulie's robot. Yeah, the robot for Paulie. Yeah, Paulie's robot. robot. And and the other thing you already mentioned about the whole Philadelphia Museum part. So, the next thing I want to say is that Stallone originally intended for the Rocky saga to be told as a trilogy, ending with Rocky III in 1982. In a 1979 interview with, Ro- with Ro- Roger Ebert, Stallone said, there'll never be a Rocky IV, you got to call it a halt. Well, I'm not going to read the whole rest of that paragraph, but long story short, obviously, went way past the Rocky III. Okay. And Stallone revealed the intended for this to be our last Rocky film. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, you can say it, sure. Go ahead. Yeah, he, whatever you want to say about that part, sure. Uh, well, obviously it went past Rocky Three, but there's a whole paragraph saying how it was meant to only... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, originally granted a PG rating by the MP, MPAA for its original 1985 U.S. theatrical release, the 2020 Ultimate Director's Cut of the film has been given a PG-13 rating for... Oh for violent sports action and brief strong language. This retroactively places it among Rocky V, Creed, and uh, Creed II for being the only films in the Rocky saga to have a PG-13 rating as opposed to PG that the, that the first three Rocky films and Rocky Boboa would have. Okay. All right, so so Avi has some more to say. We have some more rock. Avi has some more to say about Rocky IV, but first now we're going to segue now to a quick commercial break. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me explain. Basically, it is the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the only place that you can publish video podcasts to Spotify. With Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. I personally have been enjoying creating original and memorable podcasts, which are listened to in over 50 different countries. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor application or go to anchor.fm to get started. You'll be glad that you did. And we are back now with Avi and I. We're talking about Rocky IV from 1985. So what else did you want to tell the audience about Rocky IV that we have not yet already discussed? Uh, you know, sometimes, like, uh, you know, I have uh, discussed about, like, uh, uh, I think I like about Polly's Polly's Polly is uh, not, like, very too drunk in it, but it's like he's very almost clean from his alcoholic, but... Even it's almost a little fun fun thing about even he's very supportive like when he go, comes to Russia to be like as a new trainer besides uh, Tony Burton. Okay. The Sylvester Stallone has been quoted as saying the enormous financial success of fan following of Rocky IV once had him envisioning another Rocky movie devoted to Drago as post boxing life, with Balboa storyline running parallel to Drago's. However, he noted the damage both boxers sustained in the fight made them in, incapable of reason. That's the stand played Rocky V as a showcase of dangers of boxing, yeah? Mm-hmm, okay. 
Uh, and so also about like even though that the boxing team is like, very like uh, so intense about like uh, I don't know how many, even after all the 50 rounds there's no news about that and uh, they they want to take a break or something it's right. like uh, something, yeah. something they keep uh, like almost like uh, standing around uh. right so it was that's interesting so it was saying about Rocky's iconic speech like you know the one at the end of the movie it said that the, expo- the iconic speech with Dra- uh, uh, about with Drago was improvised I always like when movies improvise stuff yeah. And this is one of the few sport movies that apply genuine sound effects from actual punches. Oh, yeah, the sound effects. training okay. methods created by Rocky boxing consultants and a bevy of other new special effects. The nice sound effects, okay. Yeah, it had the sound effects and the punches with things, yeah. Yeah. And so also about, like, uh, another thing I like about, even about for the training montage, even that is that Rocky News out there invade about those... Uh, those uh, uh, consultants, you know, those guards about the uh, Russian guards who know what they're following him about. It's like they're about to steal his moves about the, right. the, the training moves that, that pass it to the uh, to the, uh, Drago. Right, like, uh, right. You know, like about when he climbs up the, uh, the snowy hill. About, oh, oh, the snowy part. Snowy Russia. Till the, yeah, the Siberia. Um, we like to talk about his brother on here too, Frank Stallone. It says, the first Rocky movie not to feature Frank Stallone, Stallone's brother, in a cameo. He, Frank would return... Frank Stallone would return in the series in Rocky Bobo, which we'll talk about next, 2006, in a brief role as a bar patron. Yeah. But you know, he, he does a song for the... He does, besides, he's also a singer... He does a song for him in another Sylvester Stallone movie that same year, uh, uh, Rambo First Blood Part 2, about the song it is, Peace in Our Life. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Again, um, I really like the original first movie, First Blood 1, but I think 2 and 3 were just a bit much when it that the sequels were not on the same kind of level of what the first one was trying to do but yes there is uh rambo part two for uh 85 this same year that um has the whole going to some foreign country type stuff yeah anyway also about it's also a message about the about the about anti-communist movie yes oh yeah also again with the communism thingies yes um well, I'm still looking towards the end of the trivia. Um, if there's any uh, quote lines from the movie that you like, you can feel free to re- recite some of the quote lines from the movie. Right, like, uh, even like, uh, uh, you lose. Oh, yeah, yeah, when he says that, yeah, that's the big one he says. Oh, so he's... I'm, wait, I'm just going to say real quick and then go back to it. It said that um, Stallone revealed he intended this to be the last Rocky film. Well, uh, you know, that didn't turn... Again, it went way past three and four. Um, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead with the lines. Yeah, I'm, if he dies, he dies. Oh, if he, di- if he dies, he dies. Yeah. That's a big one. Uh, he is not a human. He is a piece of iron, Okay. Oh, oh, a piece of iron. Yeah. Oh, I see what now. Now I see what you were saying about the ratings of this. The uh, the the ratings they give about PG PG thirteen. It says. Did you already say um? Yeah. While originally granted a PG by the MP- I think you already said this part. But yeah, different movies have different ratings between PG and PG thirteen between all these movies basically. Uh, it would have retro- retroactively. Okay. Whatever they rated PG or PG thirteen. One of those two choices. Okay. All right. Oh, again, it's it's in a cycle of Ring Fighter movies. It's talking about Raging Hill from 1980, then a bunch of other um, a bunch of other type of boxing or types of punch those kind of movies in different years and titles again. Uh, okay, what else do we got here? Uh, that was just trying to see the bottom part of the trivia here. 
Uh, oh, at one point during the Hearts on Fire training montage, punches a machine, and the number 1990 flashes on a computer screen. 1990 was the year of the next film. Yeah, Rocky V, which we're not going to talk too much about. All right, so that's... Okay. That's pretty much the end of the trivia there. Okay, so let's see. You already said some of the best lines from the quotes, but are there any lines from characters that are not Drago? Uh, let's see, uh... Adrian, 
Agers always tells the truth. Yeah. Well, maybe I can't win. Maybe the only thing I can do is just take everything he's got. Mm. But to beat me, he's going to have to kill me. And to kill me, he's going to have to got to stand in front of me. And to do that, he's got to be willing to die himself. I don't know if he's ready to do that. I don't know. I don't know. Now, you mentioned earlier about the propaganda aspect of this. Does, does the propaganda parts that people can infer as propaganda, does that bother you that it's propaganda, or does it you're not, not mind? Even so, it's very bothering propaganda, like, even to my dad about the, he, he, he doesn't like the sequel of the, of the, of the Rambo, Rambo movies about the... Now back to Rambo again, yeah. Rambo 2 and 3 were very different from what Ram- what Rambo 1 was. And then um, Rambo 4 was very v- violent, and then Last Blood, the fifth movie, was pretty pretty not terrible, pretty awful. Yeah, even Rambo 5 is like has no b- 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 bandanas, and he has yeah. no wild hair. And so they, beat, they, they beat up on him a lot. Wherever he's at, the, the bad guys were really beating up him in 5 a lot, but uh, so I don't like... Uh, I'm not really into uh, anything past the first movie. Yeah, yeah, no, four was good but violent. Yeah, yeah, and he directed Rambo four two thousand eight, just two yeah. years two years after the Rocky Balboa movie. He won the book. And, and also, they say this is the last time that Rocky that directed this movie until Rocky Balboa. Right, they does say that also. Then he, then he directs after Rocky four Rocky Balboa, which we'll be going over next. Uh, it'll be the it would be the sixth and final Rocky movie, and that'll lead us this, then to just Creed one and Creed two. Um, after... Do you know I heard about Spencer now starts his own reality show? What did it say? What did it say about a reality show? I heard that news about Spencer starts to make his own re- reality series. About what exactly, though? What's the reality series about? Uh, let me, ch- let me check it up about, like, uh, okay. the, uh, the Stallone reality... Because uh, it's called The Contender, the... Okay. Yeah, I never got into reality-type things, but let me see what else he's directing. Uh, the Contender is about following 16 promising professional boxers okay. who have come to Los Angeles to compete in a tournament with the final in Las Vegas. These men will live together, train together, eventually fight each other for the chance to, to change their lives. Uh, okay. Now, this is not about boxing reality show, like a uh, training. Uh, okay, yeah. Like, um, I like Rocky 1, and I like Rocky 4, and I like Rocky 6 Balboa. So, yeah, he... How about Rocky 3? I thought they were, they were I, good. I, I'm, I, I could do without seeing all that Mr. T stuff, but, and it was sad what happened... And it's Yeah, or Hulk Hogan. And it was sad what happened with Mickey, so... Um, no, it's okay. Rocky 3 is okay for some... Yeah. Yeah, no, they're different. They're different in different ways about that. Yeah, um, let's see. Back to Rocky Four again. Okay, so we're now thirty minutes. I'm just, I'm just checking, keeping track of the time. Thirty-eight minutes in. Um, anything about this movie you want to tell the audience that what what you liked about it? Was there certain characters you like? Um, was there, was there certain um? In Siberia. Oh, okay, right. That's a good. That's a good choice. The training inside of Siberia. So let's talk about that for a sec. So the training. He has a different training in each movie, but in this one, Rocky Four, he trains himself in Russia in Siberia. I thought with that whole training scene, it had good training music, and he had like you could tell he was really training because he kept the beard. He had the beard on his face as he was training there. So the training scene is a good choice of a pick about this movie. Yeah, even, even though, and also he has a beard like in that. In early Sylvester Stallone movie in 1981, the yeah, movie, it breaks a, a breaks a Rocky movie. Yeah, what was the name of that? What was the name of that movie? Nighthawk. Night oh, Hawk. the Nighthawk again. Okay, okay, yeah.
Yeah, Dino Savestano was also one of the original casting choices in that Superman the movie in the nineteen seventy eight. I get, oh yeah, I, I think you yeah I think you mentioned I think you mentioned about that before. We could possibly do a we could possibly pick a month and day to do a Superman one and two type discussion. Sure. Or just a Superman one. Did well, you didn't you just, didn't you didn't you say but didn't you say you like talking about two also Superman two that had the whole well, different I cuts. Only the first, only the first one. I mentioned. I remember saying the first one. Oh, have you ever watched the second one? I did say watch. But you only one. wanted okay. But you only wanted to talk about the first one. Okay. Just the first one, okay. Okay. Yeah, I like to do about, uh, the training you like to do, you know, do the shovels. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The shoveling part of training, too. Yeah, yeah. Machinery. Like uh, some of the old ones, like you do your own exercise. But, yeah. But, but instead, of, like uh, in the second one, when he does it, like uh, some of the besides our workouts, but he uses like uh, like a, uh, you know, like, like the sledgehammer, like uh mm-hmm. To do like uh, some of the heavy objects. Oh yeah, that was good. How the training was with that. Yeah. Okay, so there was a director's cut in 2021. If you watch that sometime, you could get day more about what happened with all that. But um, yeah, this movie to me, it was just entertaining. Uh, uh, could do without the robot stuff, but it was entertaining. But again, of course, sad for anybody who has seen it. Of course, sad with Apollo Creed, what have you, which which gave an excuse to have the spin the, the Creed spinoffs. All right. Um, was there? Okay, so the. Polly, the robots were for Polly. I think uh, Rocky was giving the robots to Polly mostly. What did you make of that whole? Ro- you already mentioned it earlier, but there were other like robot movies along that time, Short Circuit and stuff. What I I, I, I don't know. I thought the robot stuff was a bit silly, um, but and I thought that I, I don't think it would be too realistic of the Russian people being so easily turned over to what Rocky to what Rocky said at the end of the movie. Yeah, I don't think that's realistic. Yeah. Well, at least like you said, they had the robot stuff again in 2011's Hugh Jackman movie. Movie. Yeah, yeah, the Hugh, real steel. Yeah, the real steel, which I've never seen, but I know it's a movie about something about that. Yeah. All right, let's see. Um, so um, we're now 41 minutes in. So any um any con- um wrap up uh, final concluding thoughts about Rocky Four for the audience? Yeah. Don't think about the over political thoughts about the what they show in the, about the, between the Russians and Americans. Think about like uh, we had to learn about the, how they handled the new technology way about the technology. Wait, which part? Which which part about the technology? The Russian side about. Oh, Russian side of technology. Okay, like I said, listen, it's okay. I have a Russian friend from Moldova. I, he's here visiting now. Uh, I also do podcast movie podcast with him, and he likes this movie, and he's uh, and he loves America. So I think uh, the whole. I mean, it, people can understand. It's not meant to attack that side. It's more like. I don't know. I guess how I guess I could see how it could be propaganda, but at the same time, he knows what it is for what it is—a silly little movie. Um, so it's not so. It's all I'm saying is it's it's not so bad. Yeah. It's about that. There's another quote I like about sure. Paul's funeral. Yes. There's, Rocky says, "There's a lot I could say about this man, but I don't know if it matters now. I guess what matters is what, what he stood is what he stood for, what he lived for, and what he died for. Mm. You always did everything the way you wanted it." I didn't understand that, but now I understand. I'll never forget you, Apollo. 
You're the best. Mm, that that's good words there for how that. Yeah, and he directed this, so he probably helped write that also. See, Stallone. Yeah. Stallone is a very good writer. He wrote the first movie, and we saw what happened in the first movie. He writes and directs things very well. I think I like how Stallone just writes and directs all, all whatever he does. Most of a lot of what he does. Yeah. Um, would you? Um, he gave it a seven. He gave it. Stallone himself gave it a seven and a half. Would you give it like the other one a, uh, a B? Would you I give this a, like a, a Eight. A seven point eight. Is that a B minus? Like a B minus. Yeah, B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I really like that he did Rocky Balboa though, because I have a lot. I, we have a lot to say about that one next with some things. So, but yeah, overall, Rocky Four. I think I would. I would recommend anybody who hasn't seen Rocky Four. If you are anybody listening to this that haven't seen Rocky Four yet, I would recommend it for its entertainment value, for, for sure. Yeah. Also, do you, know, do you know Bridget Nelson? She's also starring without special law, and she also stars in Beverly Hills Cop Two. You said she's also in Beverly Hills Cop Two. Yeah. Yeah. That's special law. Oh. Even special law in the original Beverly Hills Cop, they thought the special law could play the Alex Foley before Eddie Murphy. Okay. Out. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Well, we know it's definitely Eddie Murphy. Supposedly, supposedly they're working on a. They're supposedly they're working on a. Uh, Beverly Hills Cop 4. That's supposedly being worked on right now. I hope it, I hope it doesn't suck because I thought Coming to America 2 was a bit underwhelming. Mm-hmm. Even sometimes, like, uh, well, even though what about something like, uh, we don't know about, about, about how old is, uh, is uh, Eddie Murphy's looks like he'd be bound in the late 60s. Something yeah, well, like yeah, he is a bit older now, but he's in a new, um, he's in a new Netflix movie with, um, what's his face? That young that comedian guy. Um, uh, what's his name? Not. Um, uh, he was in Superbad and. Uh, what's that guy's name? Um, Greg Matola, Greg director Greg Matola. That, that's the director of Superbad, but the actor guy. He used to be heavy set, but then he got skinnier. Um, what was his name? Uh, look it up real quick. Uh, the guy's name that's with Eddie Murphy in the new Netflix movie. Uh, oh, that's. Uh, that's. Yeah, that's it. Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill and... Yes, that's it. Jonah Hill and Eddie Murphy are in a new Netflix movie now together about him dating... Whatever that movie's about. Yeah. Even on the... And you know, the Eddie Murphy made his comeback in 2019 as one called uh, Dolomite that's what, Name. Yes, yes, that's what brought him about. That's what brought him back, that, that do, the, the name of that movie you just said, which then led to Coming to America, which wasn't as good by the same director, because the movie you, men- you mentioned and Coming to America too, both of them was by that same director, but the one you mentioned of uh, Dolby or something 2019 was the better movie, because Coming to America too was not was not good at all. Yeah. Um, so, anything, anything else you want to say quick to the audience about Stallone or any of the other actors, characters, uh, the story beats... Uh, we already mentioned all the trivia and quotes we wanted, but what else would you tell people about Rocky IV? Would you recommend people should check out Rocky IV if they never saw it? Well, I, do, uh, I, I hope you recommend Rocky IV, but just watch all the training montage and uh, and also listen to a good soundtrack. Yes, training the training montage was ver- very ter- very terrific, really neat, really neat training montage, and yes, the, the soundtrack for Rocky IV is very well done. That's all very true. Oh, right. Very good. I think so. That's pretty much all you wanted to say about Rocky IV? Or is there anything last we forgot? Uh, I think that's, that's, that's all I that, can say about, like, uh, 
nothing much. That's uh, what I thought. That's what I thought. So if you guys enjoyed this so much, that's our full thoughts about Rocky IV. Um, if you enjoyed this um, real soon, hopefully in the near, near future, we are now doing the sixth and final Rocky movie, Rocky Six, Rocky Balboa next, and then branch off to the two side movies. So I hope you, you – we have a whole lot more to say about Rocky Balboa Six coming up next. Support your local movie theaters to see big screen movies on the big silver screen with strangers in those com- hopefully comfy seats because seeing movies on the big theatrical screen, there's nothing like it, especially when you can see an IMAX and 40X and all that other crap with there, the big screens. But watch those center seats. They're making them cost more now. The new news is they're making those middle seats cost more. That's, that's a bunch of nonsense right there. But, um, yeah, that's, that's the thing about the movie theater. And um, everybody dance and have a good time one more time. Everybody dance and have a good time. This is friend and, this is friend and co-host... This is friend and co-host Avi and Millennial Man Motions Entertainment, LLC, signing out for now.